There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Big event last night. How was your Low J Book Club? How was that? It was so fun. It really, it I'm telling great you. Great turnout. William Kent Kruger, he knows how to do a book event. Heck, heck yeah. Yeah, it was And so it was does fun. the book club. It yeah, was, they do. The restaurant really did. The food was delish. And, and really, we just had such a really wonderful, intimate conversation with him. It just felt like such a wonderful night. Everybody was loved him i mean it's so fun when people are so passionate about the author and a lot of men yes there were a lot of men there there really were oh i i I, towards the end there though when you were starting to wax poetic i was just like i was like wish looking for a needle to just stick in your thigh to get you to stop talking um you're really funny because you didn't talk at all the whole night i had a couple of things but you had it all organized you're a very good mc but it just was uh he is so um, thoughtful with his answers, and I'm sure he gets asked the same things. Right. He's been a best-selling author for such a long time, but it feels like, to the audience, it feels like it's the first time he's told us that. And then he read us the opening page of his next book, and it was so good. That was kind of a uh, a treat. No one had heard the, the prologue page, and it... The last sentence is kind of a stunner. So it's coming out September fourth, I think. I was going to see if you wanted to join us at the fair, or not. Oh, you know, it's because it, it comes be, out it right comes then. Out right it's after. that first week, right oh, after the fair. Fun. Yeah, he's he's just really. I didn't realize he did that many book events a year. Oh, I know, right? Like sixty to eighty. And it was funny. He had just had dinner or was out with Lorna Landbeck, <laughs> who was our first Little J Book Club live That's author cool. the night before. I like all these, you know, local authors. They yeah. all know each other yes, for the most except part. No one is someone who knows Curtis Sittenfeld really needs to tell her. Just to call us. Yeah, or even not even call us, but give the okay to her publishing house to, that we, we really are just we really could talk to her about her new book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. I know well, we're like, well, yeah, Ken, I, do you know Curtis? You know, we're asking everyone who's an author. <laughs> Mary Jo Peel is coming on for her wonderful book. Oh. We'll ask her if she knows Curtis. But, yes, we'll keep trying. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. we can't have every great book on. <laughs> Although, you know. You should. We give it all. Okay. We give it all. We but can't read that many need, books. I cannot. Joey would need, like, two assistants to That's manage true. everything. It looks like a, a library over in the double wide. She's the CEO of the book club, for yeah. sure. Oh, good Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> we good. love you for it. Good Lord. All right. Here we are. That's the one thing that Donnie said he would not miss. Oh, Either will I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when I came in, I was like, nah, we're I good. think we have that in common. It's just, 
You know, once you get in with a couple really great publishers um, or publicists, it makes it easier. But when you want to go outside of the wheelhouse for certain books, I've got an attention span of a a gnat. Well, I don't have any attention span. I know. You just hand them to me and I put them in that pile. I try not to. Someone's going to do something with that. I try not to do that. (laughs) I try not to do that. I think about the days when we would just casually rip out magazine things and give it to Donnie and say, book this author like it was nothing. We had no idea idea, how laborious the process was. But I'm really um, excited about this author that's in a couple weeks she wrote the lilac girls whatever her name is um she's a big darn deal that she's for a while tomorrow, the god of ending i mean oh, we have the, the local we it's April seriously May, our good book yeah mm-hmm. we're just and if you want to listen to our book club interviews which by the way we got a really nice compliment because we worked with a new publicist yesterday mm-hmm. on the um story of esther um What's her last Aster name? Aster Kelly. Aster, Aster Kelly, Kelly, which is the mystery su- life of Aster Kelly. Such a great book. She mm-hmm. sent us back thing and said, you know, you guys did such a good job and you read the book. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. so many people don't read the books. Yes, mm-hmm. you guys do And that. so I thought, that was so sweet. Well, I noticed that GMA, because they can't keep up with their books, they just have the author on to talk about the book as without its own little it. standalone right. segment, you know, without necessarily doing like you know it jenna bush hager tries you know she read reads the book, book and has it on but yeah i thought well that's a good way of having a book club yeah have the author on if you're a tv show i mean if you're it, a tv show it, it seemed like to make sense so I, I i feel like that's the direction they're leaning in because they can't keep there isn't one person like over at the today show jenna bush Hager is like, she started this book club. She reads one a month. They don't have anybody <laughs> like that. Yeah. Over right. at uh, GMA. So just different authors come on and talk about the book. And it's usually on the book birthday and they do a little two minute story. Blurb. And yeah. I, th- I was like, okay. Cause sometimes I'm, are you trying to give me another job? No, I'm watching <laughs> that to see if there's any authors, oh, but I've I figure if they've too. already come on, then the book is out and like, yeah. you're, you're working forward. For the authors, you're looking down and I, the road, and it's really kind of funny because I got a bunch in, and they're like, um, "Will you interview them like April 26th?" I'm like, "That's next week." I'm yeah. sorry, we're yeah. working four months out now. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy. Well, we do want to read the book ahead of time, always. Yeah, or or at least sometimes. Yeah, there have been a few times when one, <laughs> one of us, us has not been yeah. able to read it at all. You know, but you we, guys always get it covered, like you said, at least from one of your perspectives. We do. Yeah, we do. yeah. you are true to that. You're always. I don't know how you keep up with it all. But well, books unite people. I mean, that was one of the things compelling things to me last night. Is we asked um, William Kent Kruger, "What's the one book that you think everyone should read?" Or, and he said, um, hmm. "The one with the um, James. You know, the one with the attorney. Come on, the one that everyone reads." That I said I had a hard time. Oh, reading. to kill a mockingbird. To kill a mockingbird. Oh gosh. Yeah. I and agree so, with that. Yes, and other people, everyone has their one book, and I think that's... I, he called it an almost perfect book. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then his second book was uh, Catcher in the Rye, which yes. I also agree with. Yes. Mm-hmm. You that know, was kind of fun. But yeah, you had you had good questions, but I just was getting ants in my pants towards, towards the end because I didn't think we would go the whole hour and a half, and we could have gone two and a half hours. I know. People had questions, and people are passionate about the books, mm-hmm. and... He's he's such a good storyteller. He really he, is. Even in his with his out Answers. loud words. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> little little writing. 
the one book you guys mentioned, Lilac Girls, you're going to have that on. It's uh, Martha Hall Kelly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, author the, for that she's one. A huge she's a huge author. Deal. She's the Lilac Girls. series, right? Well, she does historical fiction. Okay. Is what and her you're, genre you're is. And you're immersed in that because you've already read all of them for this week. We have Abby Jimenez next week, who's local author, Nadia Cakes, who writes phenomenal, fun Wonderful books. I know many people are uh, obsessed with her Insta, with her dog. Mm-hmm. Her dog's cute. Mm-hmm. He's real yes. clever. Yeah, yeah. he's really is. clever. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story. Lori and Julia here to talk divorce once again with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. The topic of timing comes up. Is there a right time to get divorced? It's so sad anyway, but does this concern other couples? People do ask me that question. Some people think, I'll wait till the kids are out of school and get their finals and it'll be summer. Or I get the opposite. They say, well, I want to get them back in school and they're in the routine. And so the timing tends to revolve around kids more often than not. And the reality is that for most people, it's simply a personal decision. The only time I say you need to move sooner rather than later is when you're concerned about physical safety of anyone in the family or you're concerned the other side may be depleting money. If timing is something that people are worried about, will you be able to address that in the free one-hour consultation? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, during the consultation, when you're getting more facts about each specific case, that's when you can decide whether or not the timing really is a priority in that particular matter. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, call Tressler Family Law. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Everybody's favorite, Ray Romano. Everybody loves him. He we was do. making the rounds. His movie, Somewhere in Queens, opens tomorrow. Grant posted a trailer for it. It looks really good. He was on with Kelly and Mark this morning, and then he was also on Good Morning America. And you know that the gang is excited about it when all of them are... Sit down. Sit down. George, mm-hmm. Robin, Lara, you know, it's like, okay, this is no not going to be a one-on-one. Everybody does love Raymond. So uh, I guess this is the first time he's directed a movie and, and wrote, wrote it. it. And so here's Ray talking about that. makes us happy. Now as everybody loves Raymond star Ray Romano, now he's starring in Somewhere in Queens about a dad who is fixated on his teenage son getting a basketball scholarship and he's here to tell us all about it. You've been here bright and early. You've got here by I am. am. Your early riser? My good morning America. Sorry. <laughs> can, I, can I pitch that? Oh no, yeah. I know. We'll see how it works. I'm pitching it as a new title. Uh, uh, yeah, just a comma. That. Sorry. Yeah. Congrats on the new one. Thank I mean, you. let's see, you, you write, produce, star, directorial debut. Yes, yes. Do you have a, a, one of those roles more favorite than the other? Well, I was terrified to take on directing. I've never done it. And my agent talked me into it because it's a personal story. It's kind of, uh, and, he, and he, he was right. He said, why let someone else do it? And uh, it was so stressful uh, leading up to it. But once I did it and said it, I, I had fun, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had great actors, so... So not one and done? If I wrote, I wrote this one. If I wrote another one, I would, I would direct that, yeah. People are, it's weird, because people are giving me a couple little offers now. Yeah. And, wow. and yeah, but it's, it, I don't know if, if I found something I was passionate mm-hmm. about, may, maybe, you know, another script. But I'm going to try to write another one. I just can't take, this took six years to write it. Ugh, it wow. was crazy. <laughs> 
And is it kind of a biographical story? Yeah. So essentially, from what I got from it, and he even talks about this when he was on with Mark and Kelly, but like his son was a six five basketball, six foot five tall basketball player, mm-hmm. and he knew that he wasn't going to be a college basketball player, but. He loved going to his high school games. He said he talked about when he was on with Mark and Kelly how he just weirdly loved the recognition he got when he was there. And this is being the dad, being the the dad of the the star. Mm -hmm. And so this is how this movie applies. And this movie essentially is the difference in the story there. Here is this kid actually has a chance to play college basketball, Mm -hmm. but he's got a construction family. Ray Romano does a, a family construction business that he wants his son to work for. And then as the movie goes on, he realizes, hey, this kid's good at basketball and all the the things that come with getting your kid to get that scholarship. Yeah, it it, it it looks really good. He's turned into such a terrific actor. I mean, he's been in so many different things. He really loved. has. He really has. You know, I'm just looking at the cast here. Jennifer Esposito, who we haven't mm-hmm. seen forever. Forever. Since. I love her. And then Sebastian Maniscalco, mm-hmm. who is funnier than funny. Uh-huh. He's going to be in the new thing with Charlie Sheen. Oh, the bookie. How to yes. be a bookie. Yes. Yes. He, oh, I bet you he's going to be great in that. He's so funny. And Laurie Metcalf, who we kind of fell in love with. What was she just in? Something. Well, she's in The Connors. Yes. Oh, yes. But she was in and, some other movie that we yeah. Well, liked. she's Ray's wife in this movie. Okay. That's so the mother of the son. So Ray is married to the, the yeah. lady from The Connors. The well, movie. let's play the next one oh, where Ray talks about when, uh, you know, he met his wife and how long... They've been marrying anyone, of course, you know, his stand-up, you know, his family, his wife. That has all been, you know, funny yes. stuff for him. This is great. And your wife and the boys, they got the, to see the rough draft before? The boys read all my stuff. My wife, you know, I've been married for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an example. Today when I left very early, I, I went over, I kissed my wife, and I thought she was asleep. And as I'm walking out the door, all I hear is, don't say anything stupid. <laughs> She's supportive, but she's uh, her own, you know, it's 35 years. Yeah. So. And the yeah. backstory is you guys were working in a bank? We met as bank tellers here in, in Queens. We were in Queens, yeah. We met as bank tellers and uh, I, I was living at home. I lived at home until I was 29. I was not a catch, you know? <laughs> and I give her credit because she married me before any of this happened, you know? So what was the break after bank telling? I started stand-up comedy, yeah. and stand-up comedy became a passion, and 11 years of stand-up, wow. and then I wow. did my first wow. Letterman spot, wow. and when I did my stand-up on Letterman, he signed me to a, a development deal, and that's how everybody wow. was Raymond. Wow. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Were you, were you a funny teller? Were you one of those people you know, <laughs> you kind of do, try your material out yeah. there? You know, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, I, 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 I would write poems, funny poems, and give them to the girls oh, there, you know. And she was the only one who paid attention, really, you know. <laughs> but but I would ride my bike to work, you know. I, I was just, yeah, I mean, I don't know what she, she saw in me. <laughs> but she did. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Something, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 had, you had a quite a... 
quite a game, you know. <laughs> it was hidden. It was a hidden game. I mean, they were just giddy that he was there, and Kelly and Mark were kind of giddy. It's like, yeah. it really is true. Everybody does love Ray. <laughs> and I would just want to shout out two of his TV shows that he was really, really good in. There's a show called... A series called Get Shorty okay. with Chris O'Dowd. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely fantastic. I don't know where you stream it. Um, and then he was also in Men of a Certain Age. Yes. Well, he's just on a couple yes. seasons with Andre Brower and um, Scott Bakula. That is a terrific show, which is, it's a friendship about three guys. You don't really see guy friendship being portrayed on the small or big screen I remember, wasn't he in um, vinyl? Or? Yes, he was in vinyl. He kind of played the sleazy record guy. Yeah, that was a good show. I don't think it had a good run. It, it Lori loved it. I loved that. I show. loved it too. Mick yeah. Jagger's son was in it. Bobby yeah. Cannavale, mm-hmm. Juno Temple. Yes. It just. I, I think it was. It came out in 2016. I don't know. I think it was. Maybe if it came out at a different time, yeah. the grittiness of that show would have stuck. Right. But it didn't stick. But anyway, Get Shorty and Men of a Certain Age, two Ray Romano shows that are really, really, really good and kind of show what a great, serious actor he's become. This is actually in three theaters locally this weekend. Okay. Um, it's in the Egan Movie Theater, the yes. Marcus Oakdale, and Imagine in White Bear Lake. Oh, okay. great. So you can see it in three different, th- you know, in the theater. Yeah. It, it looks somewhere in Queens. It really looks good. It Just does. A, 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 not a superhero movie or a exactly. cartoon. Exactly. Things we like. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Something, you know. Real. A Something dramedy. Real. A dramedy. A dramedy. We yes. don't get these very no. often. So, anyway, and I forgot that, you know, uh, Ray Romano... I guess I I guess I didn't realize that he got his break um, with Letterman. With Letterman, me too. I had no idea. But he did. I guess you know that was when they would have comedians on. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, last night on uh, James Corden, Sharon Stone. Oh. How was it? I well, didn't she watch came it. out in the most beautiful uh, <laughs> dress, uh, fluffy. It looked like an Oscar de la Renta tea lang. She was just very effusive about how wonderful he was. She gave him a painting and. The fun thing was he had um, Blackpink do carpool karaoke. Okay, and they did Pink Venom and other songs, and it was, it that was really good. We posted that uh, trailer. So it's fun. It's it a is, fun watch. It, it really is. And the what the gal said um, to him is that like they have they have gone to school for a number of years to train to be K-pop stars. And that's what they do. It's a They're, training camp I told you, almost. I think we yeah. talked about this because wow. I think CBS this morning did something like a month ago yeah. talking about in South Korea, they have camps. camps and it's full, it's year-round. Learn dance, English, dancing, yeah, and then if there's good ones, they try and figure out how to put them it's together. It's a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very fun. Take a take a look at wow. the Queen, at the, um, the Summer in Queens trailer and also the Blackpink Carpool Karaoke. We'll be right back. We've got a wonderful uh, author on next. She's also stand-up comic. Mary Jo Peel will be joining us in studio. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Lori and Julia here for Learning Rx with seven locations in uh, the Twin Cities metro area. And what is uh, brain training? How does it work? And does it really offer results? These are the most common questions that Learning Rx hears from potential people and some people may know what it is. Other people are new to it, but can, brain training can help 
anyone build strong learning and thinking skills, no matter their age or existing abilities. It can help young children build, build core math and reading skills. It can help students who are having trouble with studying or homework. It can even help adults who want to work on memory as they age. So whether you're researching brain training versus tutoring for your child, considering a brain training program is um, absolutely incredible with Learning Rx. To get started, um, call 952-949-6900. Mention Lori and Julia to get 50% off. Perfect song for our next guest to be playing Lizzo special. Mary Jo Peel is in the building. Comedian, writer, extraordinary, longtime listeners of the Lori and Julia fans. Uh, you know, the show will remember you because you we go way back. Way back. Way back. Way back. Mystery, science, theater. I can't remember how we discovered each other or how we found you. How did we uh, find you? I, uh, I don't know. That's a really yeah, good question. Yeah, I think you might have been doing a show at the Bryant Lake Bowl, and we might have reached out because we... We're like, oh, actors, comedians, you know, these are these are our people. I now I'm gonna going to think about that forever until don't, they, don't, don't figure do it, it out. Don't do <laughs> it. But I know all the stories. Yeah. I, we, but I, you used to fill in here yeah. and you would be on and then you got married and you moved and then you And came Kathy back. Hartnett and I did a Saturday That's show. That's right. For a while. You did. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So Mary Jo is back in the building and in um, the Twin Cities. And you have written a book that I am giving uh, four stars. So this is a low J book club. Four out of how many? Four out of four. Thank you. Wow. This is a low J book club. uh, So pick. So go to the. Are you serious? I'm serious. So the book club restaurant on 54th and Penn, if you go in there. Have something to eat. You can get a free appetizer or dessert free if you mention the Lord I J. am Club. honored. Thank yes. you. Well, I read it in Hawaii, and it's called Dumb, 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 My Mother's Book Reviews. And it was flat-out hysterical and poignant and very insightful. So give people a setup of really what is an unusual way to tell a story, but was so wonderful. Wow, thank you so much. That means so much to me. Um, my mother died in 2014, and when my father and I were going through her her things several months after she died, we found this recipe box full of index cards of all the books she had read. Because she read so much, she started keeping track. I would go to their house, she'd tell me about what she was reading, and then she would say, without fail, she'd say... But, you know, I swear I've read the damn thing before. So that's when she started writing it down. Sure. And then she would make these little, um, these crazy little um, one one or two sentence observations about the book. And several of them are her saying, dumb, dumb, dumb. Never read this author again. (laughs) And it it just illuminated a lot for me about who she was and what she was like, because it's only after you lose a parent that you have more questions about that. They're not there to ask anymore. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I'm reading these things and I, I have more questions to know who she was because sometimes you only see your parent as a parent and not a fellow traveler Mm -hmm. in this life. Exactly. And so did you have the idea 
maybe there's a, a book here somewhere or did it take you a while to figure out? Because it is a love letter to your mom, this oh, book. Thanks. Dumb, dumb, dumb. You're making me a little... I know, I oh, know. Wow. Well, I hope it was. I it, hope it really, so. It really is. You know, it made me like your mom. It made me feel like I knew your mom. And it made me feel like um, I would have loved talking books with okay, your mom. I, I just have huge. to read a couple of these. Yes, okay, so here, yes. is, here is The Plain Truth by Jody Picoult. Um, Amish girl hides her pregnancy, minus baby dies, plus she's accused of murder. Easy reading, but ho- hokey. <laughs> Okay, yep. <laughs> um, Posenwood Bible by Barbara King's um, Solver. Baptist missionary takes family to Africa, minus wife, plus four daughters. He is very narrow and misguided. One daughter dies of snake bite. <laughs> yeah, just re- so reductive. <laughs> just the bare bones of what the book I was about. John Grisham, last year, different from others, small-time newspaper editor in South. I mean, that's yeah. it. There you have it. There you have it. So she could refresh her memory. Apps, I love that. So did she kind of like have a catalog? Yes, it was, it was 400 cards. Wow. Alphabetized by title, I think. And then most of them she gave a um, a 8 out of 10 ranking. Okay. Or, I mean, Star 0 system. to 10. Mm-hmm. And then some of them, if she was really mad at them, she gave them a big 0. Okay. Yeah, it just made me laugh so much about who she was and and her way of being in the world that, like I say, you don't always see your parents for the humans they are. Mm-hmm. And you- that, that, I mean, I just was fascinated that you were able to do, but you are a storyteller. I mean, that's what you do. You're very creative that way, but that you were able to, you know, weave this story about your mom in and around her book reviews. Yeah, it's kind of a series of vignettes because you had asked uh, if I had the idea right away and I didn't. It took me almost a year to even open it up because Mm -hmm. that first year after losing someone huge in your life is terrible and you're just kind of foggy. Mm -hmm. So it took me about a year and then it started um, percolating. What a gift, though, that that you got to... Bring her back through this. You know I, what I well, mean? And to have them and to see her handwriting. Oh, oh I'm getting a little yeah. The sorry. handwriting is key. Because mm-hmm. I, I show little pictures oh, of. Yeah, but I know my dad's handwriting and I still, yes. he passed away in 2014 as well. And I still have little things from his handwriting. I mean, it just brings you back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good old I, handwriting. I feel you. Yes. <laughs> this text generation isn't going to know what we're talking about. It's so sad. <laughs> the <know>. kids today. <laughs> and are we able to buy Dum 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 at, at mo- local bookstores? Book or? or do we buy it from your website? Please buy it from Red Hawk Publishing. Okay. Some bookstores have it. Um, Eat My Words has it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other one. Is that on Grand? I'm sorry, I have a terrible memory yeah. these days. Like my mother said, I have a terrible memory. I can't remember these. Um, but you can also go to Red Hawk Publishing. Okay. And they have a special Mother's Day special oh, going oh, yeah, on right I love now. That. Good. So. Yeah. I, I just really, and I just really, really, it made me, I mean, a couple of times I just, just was sobbing i'm laughing so hard oh you know. my gosh yeah, that means so much to yeah me. yeah julie hasn't had a chance to read it yet but she's gonna love it and you've lost a parent so mm-hmm. you're gonna be able to relate on that level i'm you know my dad is like has cancer so i'm in denial uh-huh. but 
That's Good for a river you. river in Egypt I, that I'm going to have to get off. And I support you 1 million right. percent for burying your head in the sand yes, about that. Yes. How old is he, may I ask? He's 82. Okay. He's 82. And he's very matter of fact about it and stuff. You know, he's Oof. like, this is my last tax season. And oh, I'm pretty oh. damn happy about that. I make my dad shut up when he starts talking. Like that. Do you okay, so I was reading reviews and, and different things because I I haven't had a chance to sit down with it. Is there a um I'm reading about your mom's gift closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you have a story around that? I mean, Lori and I both have these going, and then I know other people's parents who have them and gift closets? We do. It's, oh, it's a thing? It, it is it a is. thing. Oh, cool. Okay. It is. Tell me more well, about it. Well, I'm curious it. about your mom's. I mean, ours are just Things that we put away for when it's time to give gifts gifts that we have readily accessible. We can add extra things to Like a hostess gift or a present. (laughs) But it's things we don't want or use or need. Mostly. (laughs) That I mean that someone else might have what's someone's trash maybe someone else's treasure. And I don't mean I adore your candor Uh because um it used to bug me about my mom because what she would do is she loved garage sales and thrift stores and she would just accumulate and it didn't seem very specific to me. So whatever she would ask you what you wanted for Christmas or your birthday, and you would tell her and you wouldn't get anything close to it (laughs) it was just her assessing what was in the closet and might this might work and as i've gotten older and you go to more wedding showers baby showers or you're invited to people's Mm -hmm. houses i too like to have things on hand there there are things that i've curated We're, but not specifically to the person there's 100 you know so now mm-hmm. i get it again i get it you uh-huh. become your mother that way yes, <laughs> yes isn't that mm-hmm. isn't that what they say the thing i loved in her um in her garage sale closet she always had a lot of she swore by the george foreman grill oh so what, what is that look? This is just what a while because I was just at my mom's house cleaning hers and I'm cleaning a spot on it. And I said, is this permanent? She goes, yes, but you know, I'll just go to Goodwill and get, they always have Bingo. these. Bingo. They have 1,500 of them. I mean, oh, that's hilarious. Is the that George, true? Yes, the George yeah. Foreman Grill. It's so funny uh, that you say that, Mary Jo. Yeah. It's, it's always Do there. people like getting a George Foreman Grill? Okay, I didn't yet. like getting a George oh. Foreman Grill because it doesn't, it doesn't taste like grilled food at all. Well, it doesn't have a charcoal flavor at all, but it's right. convenient. It's little. It fits in a cabinet. And if you just want one patty, it fits there. I guess I'm just not a... A griller. An- an- yeah. Ancillary appliance gal. <laughs> but, um, so she had a lot of those, and she also had this, this I found so touching. She had a, she found somewhere, and she would find really quirky things. She found somewhere this snow globe, but it was the um, bust head of Frankenstein's monster. Okay. So, okay. No, no. Um, no, I don't. No, but that's just <laughs> so no, funny and random. You're so Exactly. I, that is You're so, so wild. Cute. So when you shook it, it was black particles. <laughs> and she knew my husband was sort of a um, monster horror movie aficionado. Mm-hmm. So when we cleaned out the closet, he, there was a post-it note with his name on oh. it. And it just... I. Just found that incredibly 
moving that yeah. she was kind of thinking ahead or she had planned that one. Right. That is so cute. Mary Jo, we have to take a break. You're, of course, going to stay with us. We're talking with Mary Jo Peel. Her book is Dum Dum Dum, My Mother's Book Reviews. It's just absolutely a wonderful book. We recommend it. Red Hawk Publishing. Or Amazon, but may I direct you to Red Hawk? Thank you. A small publisher. All right, very good. Listen, we'll be right back with Mary Jo Peel. It's Lori and Julia here for Hammernecks Flooring Solutions. And one of the women that was at our uh, book club live event last night came up to me and she goes, Oh, I think you, I came to the Hammernecks um, remote that you guys did over the holidays, our Santa stop. And I said, Yes, I I recognize you. And she's like, Oh my gosh, they just finished. They came into my house. I have new carpeting and all these different rooms. And they thought because it was kind of like a longer process, it would take maybe a couple days that were done in one. My house was clean. They move all the furniture. I love the carpeting. I mean, she just went on and on. Yeah, that's so nice. And she, she knew the guy's name at Hammernick said helped her and just said he was so great. It was so, I mean... When people run up to you to tell you about a wonderful experience they're having with someone that you endorse, it's just like makes your heart swell. So yeah, we know this is true about Hammernecks. That's right. You'll get great customer service, great pricing, automatic 12% off, uh, and they have the largest in-stock selection in the metro area. That's Hammernecks Interior Solutions. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is the Mary Jo Peel show here today. We're turning it into the clubhouse. Yes, We're talking about her book, Dumb, 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 my mother's book reviews. But uh, now I go on Twitter and I don't see a Twitter handle for you, but I see that the Mary Jo Peel show clubhouse is happening. How do we? Yes. How do we watch your funny stuff? Well, I got off Twitter, but um, the producing agency is Dumb Industries for the Mary Jo Peel Show, and it's a streaming show (laughs) Mm -hmm. the last Tuesday of every month, the fourth Tuesday of every month. And it's just kind of a variety show. We do game shows. We we have special guests. We... um, what else do we Can do? we put a link up on our page? Yeah. Our Lori and Julia show page? Yeah. Grant. Grant yeah. just came in here because his family grew up with you and they'd all fight over what they Grant, tell your story. Tell your story, so Grant. Yeah, yeah Grant. so when we were kids, we'd always go over to Grandma's house and a lot of us didn't have cable and we'd always, but Grandma had cable. And so we'd always, there'd be an argument of all the cousins, like 20 of us, you know, who, what we got to watch. And we always came to an agreement that we could all sit down and watch Mystery Science Theater. So, I'm having a big geek out moment here listening to you talk about all this stuff, but it was just to see you and and it's just made my day. So that was something I'll never forget. Like, And I was the youngest cousin, so I never had any real right. like word in the situation, but mm-hmm. I always just sat back and watched my cousins laugh. And I remember laughing, laughing even if I didn't get the joke because I was too young, but it was just such <laughs> was a... Was that on Comedy Central? Comedy that Central. That's how we watched Mystery Science yeah. Theater. It was, yeah. 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 And yeah. then the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. And Sci-Fi, yes. As we, yeah. yeah. So I just, I love that. that that's, that's one of my cool, fondest right? memories at my grandma's house. And you brought that to life, so I appreciate that. I love that Grandma had cable because when I started writing for the show, I didn't have a TV or cable or anything. I had no idea what it was. (laughs) I was totally, I totally lucked out. When did you start writing? I mean, nineteen ninety-two for the show? No, just in general. Were you always someone who wanted to write? Yeah, I kept a journal, and I started keeping a journal in fourth grade with my deepest, most innermost oh, sure. thoughts uh-huh. and passions yes. and uh-huh. poems, and I yeah. was madly in love with Roddy McDowell, so oh, I was going to marry him and Mrs. Mary yeah. Jo McDowell. Oh, yeah, you'd write your name down in many yeah. different ways. And hearts. And oh, yes. Did you guys ever do the thing where you put the guy's name or the the person you were interested in? 
spelled it out. You put your name and then you crossed out all the matching letters. letters. No, I've never done that, but that's hysterical. Yes, but then the remaining letters you would put friendship, love, marriage over each remaining letter, and then whatever was at the end was was what was your future, future. with the person. If it was an M or an L or an L. <laughs> oh, I, so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I wonder what, how accurate that is. Who knows? Who knows? But Mystery Science Theater, was that like seven years that that show was on? Because it did, I feel like it was maybe seven and then it, it was, was in syndication. I think it was closer to nine. nine. And okay. then I came in on the third season. Mm-hmm. Can you still watch that anywhere? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. It's on Netflix. It is. It's okay. on, um, I'm sure it's on Tubi, I think. Yeah. yeah. You can buy CDs on or down, down stream it, mm-hmm. download it or stream that it. That show on. was ahead of its time. Yeah. I, yeah. You got to say. Yeah. It really was, you know. But um, so you're doing the Mary Jo Peel show. What mm-hmm. else are you doing? Are you doing um, some I'm comedy? I'm so glad you asked. Yes. You know, I have a comedy club in my single stall garage. I, okay. <laughs> I want to come. I love this. I love yes. this. Yeah. Well, here's what you do. Uh, I post it on Facebook, but you can also sign up for my newsletter. And I let people know when it's happening because I want to know who's coming into my place. Absolutely. But my dad put up a panel in my garage of fake brick. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's like, you know what I'm talking about? What is that? Plywood. Okay. yeah. Yeah. So... So it looks like a comedy club from the 80s, which is when I came up <laughs> uh-huh. doing comedy. The comedy star in the background. Yeah, exactly. I, know, I know exactly what you're exactly. talking about. I see the and background. And then he built a little stage, oh, and I cute. thought, I have got to give people the opportunity to perform. And my garage holds about 20 people, and they love it. People love it. It's okay, so, so fun. Okay, so how do we find you on Mary Jo Peel? Mary Jo Peel, all one word. P-E-H-L. At gmail.com, email me, and I'll put you on my newsletter list. Okay. It comes out just when I'm doing a show every okay. now and then, so I won't bombard your your yeah. your inbox. But yeah. it's a blast. Yeah. It's so much fun. And it starts early, and then I just put the chairs away and go to bed in my own house. <laughs> I love that. Because I'm elderly now. Oh, so. yeah. So elderly. <laughs> um, you know, I ran into you, and, you know, felt so happy to reconnect, even though it was for... Louis Anderson's yeah. memorial service. So how far, like, do you and Louis, do you know each other from back in the day? I only met him a couple of times, but it's all those overlapping Left. circles the of the comedians. And um, that was tremendously moving because there was a lot I didn't really know about him. And, of course, he came up in the Twin Cities comedy scene, so you can't help but... but have a certain influence yes. of that whole vibe. So it was just really fascinating and moving. And Jason Schomer put on a beautiful, yeah. beautiful uh, memorial. Yeah, it was. He was a great guy. Yeah. We loved having him. I, oh, he was so wonderful. Oh, my gosh. And I, we saw him. I mean, we grew, I feel like we grew up with him. Yes. He'd go right. read his books, see his specials. And know, he right. wrote a love letter yes, to his he did. mom. His last book was very much... Um, you know, just kind of a funny yeah. but poignant thing about his mom. And I remember in the back of the book, he listed 12 questions you should ask your parents. Mm-hmm. Oh You're right gosh. about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just ask them what was the book that got them reading as a kid. Just like 12. He's Oof. like the 12 questions that I wish I didn't. And so I remember making a copy and I'm like, took it out and I made 
you know, I had my mom answer them. And yeah, yeah, it was just kind of he was sweet that way. Yeah, I have that book on my bookshelf. And now I have to turn to that because I'm such a slow reader myself. I just have to get to that. See that because that sounds amazing. It kind of is. Yeah. You know, you might know the answers to some of them, but if not, it's kind of a good thing to like, I wished I'd known. Yes. And I think that's a really good point. You think you know the answers about your parents and you might know some answers, but answers change as we grow older Absolutely. and parents grow older. And information mm-hmm. you share with your children changes. Yes, I'm because, not a parent, but that's yes, exactly because it. I wouldn't share five, you know, even three years ago. Some of the stuff I'll share with my kids now that they're more mature. Right. Is it because you feel they can absorb it yeah, or you can just, put it I, into language? I can better? put a little bit of both and just, you know, they can handle some they of can the handle truth. Some of yeah. the truth. <laughs> what a crazy person their mom was in the 80s. You know, I didn't want to share that too early. Well, I'm sure you, you have know. to meet it out carefully. Yeah, yeah. but it changes. Yeah. That's interesting. I love that. All right. So, Grant, you put a link up for Mary Jo? Yep. All right. Perfect. Thanks, Grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, we want to have you be a sub. We yes. want you to fill in. Oh, yes. And um, and we, and still to this day, when you walked in, I remember the parking meter story. I remember the first time you put on a wetsuit story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. 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 We like Peter Panza, dude. You were so funny. All of us. Hey, we were laughing so hard. Because didn't you take scuba diving at Square Lake? No, it was in Austin. When it was I Austin when husband. you moved down yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. And my husband had to jimmy, oh, basically boy. jimmy me into, into the suit. Into the suit. Oh, it was oh, so Mary funny. Jo, thank Love you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.